Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Otekana. It's your girl, Deborah, and we're back with another juicy subject. Jackie, you know how they say children says the darnest things? Yeah. I feel like seniors says the wisest things. Okay. So today, let me tell you about my story. It's story time, y'all. So I went to Costco today to grab a tights that I saw before and I loved and I didn't pick it up and I regret it because I went there and it wasn't there anymore. Anyway, so I went into Costco and uh, when I get to the table where the tights was, there was this old, beautiful old lady. She's about 90. And she was looking through the products and everything. And she says, you know, I am so sick and tired of these manufacturers or these retailers not buying product that fits and, and help, you know, women of my age. Yeah. So I said to her, oh, I totally understand that. I said, very, very soon, by the time I get to your age, I guess it would be a naked fest. And she said, oh, you're still young. I said, no. She goes, how old are you? I said, I'll be turning 50 in a couple months, in like two months. She goes, well, you're still young. I am 90. So I said, well, do you have any advice for me um, as I'm turning 50? She says, yes. And she leans into me and she said, listen, when I turn 50, this is what I said to myself. There's only two rules to this. I said, what are they? She said, number one, don't take any shit. And number two, don't give a shit. <laughs> I said, wow, oh, that's the shit. She goes, yes, it's a pretty shitty situation. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how can I not take that advice from such a wise person? Don't take any shit and don't give any shit because you've earned the rights to do so. Now, a week prior before, um, I was at work. As you know, I work with seniors. And I asked one of my residents, I said, hey, how are you doing today? She said, listen, I have a pain in my butt, which is really a pain in the butt. <laughs> This is amazing. I, I really love this, Deb. I absolutely do because I just, I mean, I see this in my own parents, even as they get older. You know, they just are so unfiltered. You know, yes. they say anything and it can be the slightest thing that sets them off and they, they feel the need to pass judgment. And it's always critical and it's fierce and it's obnoxious and it, it takes every position that you can imagine. And they're, they're just not ashamed to say anything. No. And I love it because it's based on such candor, you know, that when you're younger, you, you put up so many walls, you know, and, and you, you punish yourself so much for your, your short sightedness or your mistakes, you know, and you wallow in it, you know, and it's just like, oh my goodness, what a screw up. I made so many mistakes and it seems like the end of the world. And this is why so many young people are so tormented. And, and when you add social media to it, it's such a disaster because people can continue to highlight your limitations and your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. But I think seniors get to the point where I have lived life, you know, I have had a, a good marriage or a bad marriage. You know, I've had different jobs, you know, I've had all kinds of friends, you know, I've traveled, I've seen things, I know things. And now I feel I'm in a position where I can tell you that I've taken all the crap there is, you know, I've lived my life to a certain point and I'm happy with where I am, but I can just approach everything with my own sense of being carefree and uninhibited. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so liberated that, you know, anywhere I go, I'm going to tell you the way it is. And sometimes when you sit down and you talk to a senior, you realize they have so much valuable information. Oh, they do. You know, they can give you guidelines just by telling you what it was like 25 or, or 40 years ago or when mm -hmm. they were growing up, you know, standards of dress or behavior or, you know, how relationships have changed. And they're so incredibly smart, you know, they're um, not only knowledgeable, 
but they're honest and you don't yes. get that kind of honesty anywhere. Yes. And I really love to listen I to them. I mirror them to a child yeah. to, you know, how a child is so honest when they say something to yeah. you, but genuine at the same time. Yeah. I find seniors are like that because I mean, in my profession where I do work and interact with a lot of them, um, the things they say sometimes, you know, just make me laugh and chuckle all day. It's like, I talk to my friends who understand me, but they don't really understand me. And when I speak to seniors, like they get it. And it's only because by experience, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he's like, you know, um, this is what he said, which I kind of have to change that philosophy for him. I said, he said, age has taught him a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, I don't know if age has taught you what you know. I think it's more experience. Yeah. Because experience is the best teacher. And a couple of weeks after, he started acting a kind of way that I was. So I said to him, I said, oh, well, since age is your metaphor for experience, I said, perhaps you have a lot of growing up to do because you need to be catching up with your age, man. <laughs> he was so mad at me. I said, but it is the truth. Because if you say an age is is your, you know, is your holding spot, then act according to your age, you know. And a lot of people really don't act according to their age, but they've experienced a lot well, more think, than their age. I think there's a difference between senior people who have lived and are maybe coming to the end of their life, and they have so much insight to give you, as opposed to the fact that. As you're getting older, there's a stigma from society that mm -hmm. is like, okay, you're not as good as you once were, you know, especially for women. We don't have to go into the spiel, but basically, you know, there's this image that women lose their sex appeal as they get older. Mm -hmm. And this is not necessarily true because a lot of women are super, super hot and super, super gorgeous, you know, over 40 and over 50, you know, they they really look after themselves. And, you know, we use the phrase 60 is the new 50, you know, uh, 40 is the new 25 or something, you know what I mean? So people People are aging well. We have all the tools to do that. But the point is, uh, you know, as you get older, are you truly getting wiser, as you say? Mm -hmm. or are you just becoming an old fart, so to speak? Are yeah. you becoming an old... Yeah. You know, are you retaining any yeah. information that you learn? Are you retaining information? You know, are you, are you living your life using that wisdom mm -hmm. and, and realizing that getting older is a gift? It's truly a gift it from is. God, you know, that it is a great blessing when you live your life, especially if you live it with a sound mind, mm -hmm. a strong physical body, you know, great emotional health. And you can teach it's others. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And you can teach others and I love I love 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 talking to seniors because trust me they have a lot of insights even you know when they ask you do you have kids you say yes how many kids do you have one and they will tell you do you do this with your kid do you do that with your kid and the things that you really never thought of like I've gotten so many ideas from them as to how I should interact with Jonathan and, and how I should handle a situation if it gets out of control <laughs> and I think um I don't just listen because I want to hear them talk. I listen because it's really pivotal and important to me to, to, to really use that information. And I guarantee you, and I tell you right now, I use a lot of the information that I get from older people because it fits into my work, my lifestyle, it fits into my world. And it, it's, it's a good uh, reference for guidance. Yeah. And people, when they get older, they, they need that companionship, that mm -hmm. communion. That is what strengthens them. You know what I mean? People don't want, people have a tendency to sometimes treat 
older people, uh, you know, as outsiders. Yeah. And really they want to be included. Yeah. You know, when we use that word inclusivity, why not use older people sometimes in a mentoring capacity? Yeah. There's so much that you can learn from them. They are. You know, and they can teach a course. Yeah, they can do so much. And, you know, there's a need for that new sense of respect. And when you said, you know, you're hitting that, that milestone plateau mm -hmm. in your age, you know, I'm just slightly older than you. And, you know, because of the pandemic, I didn't get to celebrate, you know, mm -hmm. that monumental time in my birthday, you know, and I would like to go back and have a party or a celebration because maybe we really. should do that next yeah. year. Like mine's is February, yours is December. Yeah. And we know December is a very, you know, cold month as well as February, but maybe we should just put a party together for both of us. Absolutely. And maybe we could even do some of our show promotion and yeah. record different things because it's a time to celebrate. I mean, I think you look absolutely fabulous. Well, I, thank you know, you. you don't have you know and and I don't really you know hardly have any wrinkles no we were not so you know, I mean it's you know it's it's you're looking good you know so I'm saying why like not sometimes when I'm walking there? the street yeah. and I have these 20 something year olds say hey mama I'm like hey baby <laughs> it's true sorry boo but you can't be my baby I have a 13 year old and that's the only baby I need in my life but no I mean I got to thank God that I have good genes, that I age very well, and also that I take really good care of myself. Like this morning, I was talking to my cousin, and you know, she's, oh, you're always working, working. I hope you're taking vitamins. And I said, yes, I am. And then my mom jumped into the conversation without nobody inviting her. She don't take no vitamins. I said, uh, excuse me, I do. She goes, Deborah, me don't see you open the medicine chest and take no vitamins. All of them, they in the sit down. I said, no, mommy, I have my vitamins downstairs in my room. She goes, oh. Because we wanna how come you go 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 and I take nothing nothing nothing. <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean. Like sometimes, even like my mom, you know, she's a woman of a particular age too. And like just before I came to to you for us to do this podcast, she and I had a bit of a uh difference in opinion because Jonathan want Jonathan had just eat dinner yeah. and he felt a little peckish and he said he wanted to have Nutella and bread and she goes she said to Jonathan go sit down you're not just having dinner no dinner and Jonathan's like granny who are you why are you yelling like that you know granny you should talk to me not yell at me <laughs> so he came down and he said mom should I have the bread and, and pin up I, I said to him I said listen um, why don't you do that in the next hour? Because we know you just had the dinner. So, Grant, and so, did Granny raise you like that? I go, like, what? Like, the way ah. she's talking? I say, that's Granny. Trust me. So, my mom is a very rough yeah. around the edges. So is my mom. Yeah. yeah. But she means well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean... I really don't think, though, I can actually live with my mom as she gets older because as I notice now as she gets older, she becomes more problematic in terms of she nags for everything. Oh, yeah. And I can't deal with a nagger. And because my mom is so argumentative, I don't argue with her. I say, yes, dear. <laughs> it's almost like a wife and husband situation. Yes, dear. No, dear. I was like, mom, you're getting older. Time for you to relax. Stop blowing your pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. It is true. And you I know? think I think that they, they do get... Um, it's almost like a need that they, they kind of want their space and they want to be left alone. But then at the same time, they want family around. Yeah, so they you, don't... It's like they want to be yeah. left alone, but they don't want to be alone. Yeah. So they, it, it's very hard to find that middle ground. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because if they don't have you around, then they will either call you up and complain. Yeah. You know, why aren't you there? You know... <laughs> 
you know, I, I thought I gave my life to looking after you. Now yes. I can't find you, you know, <laughs> and when there's a celebration or something, why aren't you putting me at the center of everything? Yes. So it's, it's a mixed bag that you get. But I think you're right. The, the love is there and they definitely, you know, want to keep track of you and they want to, uh, you know, tell you how much they care about you and everything. But to understand the changes that they go through. And sometimes it can be frustrating, mm -hmm. especially for women, you know, because things change, you know. When your body, you know, could could maybe bother you a little bit more than it once did. You know what I mean? It changes your mood and everything. So I'm not saying you can't age well, but there are things about aging that are going to be a little demoralizing sometimes, yes. you know, and yes. and the changes, you know, can make you, you know, you know, ageism not as happy go lucky. Ageism is a real thing. And a lot and I don't think a lot of people really understand that ageism um, brings on a lot of mental pressure on a person because as you age, and if you're not aging in a particular way that seems organic, then you you start thinking, well, this is a this is like a dark hole for me because this is it. You you're 50 but you look 70, you know, or you're 60 but you look 80. Yeah. And a lot of people want to be like Benjamin Button. A lot of people want to age backwards. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? But at the same time... But isn't it true, though, that people that do all this crap to try and look more youthful, they look worse than ever. They do. I mean, when people start injecting themselves with all these fillers and everything in their late 20s, early 30s, I by know. the time they're 45 and 50, they just look so beat. They're like a, like a truck run over. Yeah, them. it's just absolutely ridiculous. They, they look deflated, and you know, like their, their skin just has no, no bounce, no none. buoyancy. And I'm like... What the heck? What did you spend all this money for? You know, and and you want to, uh, you know, I've always had big lips, you know. Yeah, and well, I do, I do we're think black. they're sexy, but <laughs> big lips and big nose is black. Okay, yeah, you see it, so, you see it every day. Yeah, so I mean, I've never had to inject anything anywhere. You know I'm gonna I mean? inject nothing. The only thing I'm gonna inject, I inject myself in a conversation. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No fillers, no party. Listen, I don't want nothing of this. Like my girlfriend, she went for Botox the other day. She's like, this is a white girl, of course. And she's like, oh, Deborah, you want to come with me? I said, no, I can come and watch, but I don't want to do it. No. She goes, just, she goes, just get a little bit. I go, where, 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 where do I need it? Show yeah. me. She goes, well, you never know. I said, no, I, that's the thing. I don't want to know. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to go because a lot of, of people can really manipulate you into getting stuff done once you're there. Oh, no. for sure. No, I mean, I, I. I'm so fussy about little things that, that people don't really realize that you do have to pay attention to. I can't tell you how many times I go even, you know, um, for like a facial waxing or something and people will say, oh, can I do your eyebrows? And I'm like, oh. hell no, no, nobody touches these brows. Okay. Cause yeah. I do not like the chicken picked out kind of look, you know, so I don't like that. I think it's very aging when you see people with very thin and pathetic looking brows. So I'm like, no, thankfully the fuller brows are in, but I mean, I can pick up a tweezer. I can get the shape that I'm looking for. Why do I need somebody to do all these things for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's all about, you know, just kind of being really comfortable in your own skin, but really appreciating that I do think that people that are older have so much to give back. Yes. And I think that, that that's what we should do. We should learn to respect. Embrace uh, that. Yeah, getting you older. Know? And actually what we're going to do very soon, so we're going to tip you off on a head up. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a super sexy podcast on the pleasures of menopause. Ooh. Okay, so Deb and I are going to handle this. We're not there at this yeah. time yet. The but pleasure we're gonna, principle but, is coming, y'all. That's right. We, we did a really good segment a while back on erectile dysfunction yes. that men really enjoy. They enjoy that. And so now we're going to give the ladies... 
you know, their deal. Yes. So that we're going to give them can, their flowers. That's right. So, <laughs> so that the men can feed off of what is yeah. to come. We're going to talk about the dark hole. Yes. As, of well, menopause. But there is. And how it affects us positive yes, and negative. Absolutely. Just like everything else. But hold on to your pennies, ladies. We're coming for you next time. <laughs> yeah. My name is Jackie. And my name is Deborah. Age gracefully is what I say. I agree with you totally.